This is Mutant Monday, episode three. I'm very, very pleased to have uh, board Becky on with us. And my co-host, Chris, is also with us this evening. Hello, hello. So nice to chat with you both. I think maybe I should change my uh, avatar to my my mutant. What do you think? Whatever you prefer. I mean, I quite like, I obviously see you've got a cancer research one as well. So I do. I know. I'm liking that. Uh, I'm feeling that that's an appropriate one to keep for now. All right. I'll leave it up. I'll leave it up. Although I'll say my mutant hasn't gotten enough love lately. She's, she's beautiful. And I need to show her off more. Yeah, I don't know if I've actually seen her, actually. Some people are kind of, now we're doing the weekly Mutant Monday shout-outs. It's really been, like, it's it's my little mini obsession that by me sharing a Mutant Monday shout-out, people will share all their mutants. And obviously, we've now got 9,000 holders. It's gone up even more. So it means I, every week I get to see and meet more people and different traits that I never even knew, even now. So we could probably start at the very beginning. What was, how was your start into NFTs? Mine, so I I have what I think might become a bit of a cliche beginning. <laughs> um, so, you know, while I'm now so deep into this world and this ecosystem, I started as a newbie buyer, as I think many people do. Um, I guess if I was really going back in time, um, in real life, I'm, I'm in real estate. I'm a realtor in Vancouver, Canada, and I also sit on a number of boards and, um, in particular in the real estate space. Um, so I've been a, a director now, uh, for, I don't know, about a decade and we have just been talking about blockchain technology and how it's going to get into the real estate space for some time. Um, and so I've, my interest has been there, you know, wondering what smart contracts are going to do, thinking about disruption, innovation, um, and, you know, as an entrepreneur, thinking about ways to learn about the technology and, and, um, engage with it right so so I, that context was there um and then as an entrepreneur I was a pretty regular and am still a pretty regular subscriber listener fan of Gary V um so when he started talking about NFTs and his project and the types of utility that could be brought to it um that was really what, what my introduction was I I had gotten onto Clubhouse um early on in this year, which I'm sure many of other people um, had done as well. And the NFTs were definitely um, a trending topic at the time. And I, I knew kind of what they were, um, but I, I also saw a lot of the hype at that time and just didn't have a lot of interest, but had continued to see, you know, the term NFTs used frequently. And then when Gary Vee started talking about it and talking about the smart contract, um, and some of the other use cases for it, I thought, okay, I'm going to figure out how to buy, like I had never bought crypto before. I'm not one of these crypto people. I'm not a stock trader. Um, so this whole idea of day trading is very new to me. And in fact, I haven't really engaged in a lot of that, but it's been my first time seeing it happening in a real way. Um, and so I bought, I, it took me forever to figure out how to buy Ethereum. Um, being in Canada, I had some 
um, obstacles uh, getting into the crypto world, but finally figured it out just in time to buy my very first Gary Vee NFT um, before they sold out from the initial launch. And then I found Discord and I found re- rediscovered Twitter because I had been on Twitter since 08 or 09, but not in any real engaged way, especially over the last, I don't know, six, seven years, just kind of had an account, would post a few things here and there, that sort of a thing. And I think diving deep into what um, the NFT space meant for people right now, as well as what it could mean for others, it just really, really interested me. And um, I think, you know, I've got an ADHD brain, as I'm sure many of you may. Um, I kind of went down the rabbit hole and just spent an an unusual amount of time (laughs) learning about projects and obviously I got my ape Becky and that was really exciting and that was quite early on not as early as uh could have been but still within an accessible you know reach for me and um I just kind of kept going and then eventually fast forward um bought into fame lady squad on mint day and Many people know the story about that, but, um, you know, I'm going to say you you want to wrap it up in like six minutes. <laughs> I know. I mean, I can dive deep into you. You guys will tell me what you want to chat about. I just am cognizant that some people have heard this story. So I want to dig where people want to dig and, um, you know, but the over. <laughs> I, I'm curious because obviously I, I, I can see a pattern here because I came in with Gary as well and the V friends. Yeah. And then was, um, the the ape how did you find out about bored apes i wish i could remember more clearly um i think it was when you know i had really maybe only owned my v friend and i did end up buying more than one v friend um but i i started to see how people were connecting with these things like I you know obviously I started paying attention to open like I learned what open sea was and I started paying attention to that and I started paying attention to um the trending projects at the time and that was when I think um uh the board apes really started to make their first big push I, I had looked at the art and I thought it was really cool like it did resonate with me I thought it was a little bit a little weird but it I liked it and um, you know I was looking at a few and on the secondary market and seeing oh do I like this and it was still like I didn't buy it at this time but I was um, looking at a Becky alternative because I knew if I was going to get one she was going to be a girl and I was looking at one and she was like 0.59 and I thought shit that's crazy like that's so much money for this eight like at this point in time I was not telling my spouse (laughs) what I was doing and so I was just you know realizing man you know 0.59 had I only managed to get ethereum sooner I could have got you know some core b friends for 0.5 because I didn't I didn't manage to get in at that time. I missed out on those ones. So I ended up having to buy some slightly higher price ones. And and so I was just having this debate with myself, like, can I really spend 0.5 Ethereum on an ape when I didn't get the V friend? And I, even then I thought it was crazy. Anyways, but I missed, I saw my, my alternative Becky was um, 
she had the like lumber jacket on because I'm Canadian. I just it spoke to me. I really liked it. She sold and then the floor like the next day went to like 0.99. That's what I remember. And um, I was like, shit, something's going on here. Um, and this was, I think, at the very beginning of NFT summer, if you want to call it that, right? So I hadn't seen that kind of hype or um, escalation uh, before. And it was like, okay, do I want to get in on this? And and I have to say, uh, the the idea of owning my the commercial rights to my NFT, I, I found that very interesting. Um, and obviously something that was quite different than the VFriends buy. Um, and I just thought maybe I can do something fun with this. And I had like a little plan for Becky and it sort of happened, but it's definitely I've been a little distracted with fame lady squad so I haven't done built the persona for Becky as much as I probably would have otherwise but um I thought maybe I can learn with this have a little fun play around and and it'll be worth it and I ended up buying Becky for more than 0.99 but not a lot more I I I got the rainbow grills so I'm like I missed 0.5 so I'm gonna I'm gonna invest and get one I really love so I I did and um and did you confess that you were doing that before you bought her uh to my partner yeah (laughs) I I don't think so (laughs) (laughs) I think I did it and like you know we live together he's my partner like we live together but um we each have our own kind of independent spending his money although whatever you know it was my money and I think it was more just like I, I I wouldn't love him going out spending thousands of dollars without telling me, and um, <laughs> you know, oh, whatever. <laughs> he, he, he that's very... it, isn't it? Is it like a weird, <laughs> weird parallel? If like I don't know, it's it's a kind of twilight zone we're into that is kind of like not acceptable, but like we're like looking, and I was the same looking at buying this ape, and then needing to have that kind of discussion because exactly that money's independent, but you kind of like you know this is what I'm thinking you know how do you feel about it kind of thing but again I look back and I think it is absolutely crazy her Rob had come to me and said oh you know I, you know I want to spend thousands on an ape mm-hmm. I would have been what yeah yeah I think uh and now in hindsight I feel pretty good about some of the decisions I've made but you wouldn't like I don't think any of us knew where things were going I was hoping you know, again, I, I originally got into this thinking about what I might learn. And, um, you know, obviously, my thoughts about blockchain and smart contract stuff will goes beyond not beyond, but isn't just within the realm of collectibles and uh, art. Um, but I thought at least learning about just how to navigate some of this stuff and being I realized that there is a community that's been around for a little while, but it's still super early. And I just was attracted to the idea of participating in this moment in time, if that makes sense. Um, Yeah. yeah, So I don't know. Um, I probably from a financial perspective was like, Oh, maybe if I make like, I don't know, 20% of my money in like a year, I'll be like super happy. (laughs) And did you find you were just like, just doing like almost like back to school so much homework when Gary says about doing the homework? Yeah. Yeah, I I do dive really deep when I'm interested in stuff. So like the late nights or the rabbit hole or the like, you know, following a thread to see what happened. Like there's I I spent a lot. I didn't know what that um, 500 hours or whatever, 550, whatever it is, hours was going to look like. Um, 
but I think in a space that's so new, it's there's not a formal um, or right resource just yet. Like even now, sometimes um, with the Fame Lady Squad stuff, you know, when I see really great Twitter threads about, um, you know, secure safety NFT and crypto, like safety and security, how to keep your ETH safe, etc. Um, I'm I'm very cognizant that I, I'm, I'm reading. I'm like, okay, this stuff all sounds really good. I want to share it with the community. But you also don't know if our, things are always accurate, right? Like mm. even advice, even with the best of intentions. So this is just so new. And um, it, I think it's hard. When I couldn't buy Ethereum, I literally did a call out on TikTok. As I said, I was on all the other platforms except for Twitter. Um, but I did. I did a call out on TikTok. And if I hadn't done that, I would not be here um, because people were able to answer my questions about how to purchase Ethereum given my banking system and the bank type of bank that I'm with and whatever, um, like what platform and exchange to use because Coinbase wasn't working for me. Um, and so I was able to like sort through, I don't know, a couple hundred responses and found the patterns and themes and people who seemed to like know what they're talking about and um, people who had actually like gone through it and I, where I could tell they were experiencing the same type of thing. I, you know, so it's like the homework is hard because you're kind of collecting it from everywhere. Right. And I, hopefully we'll get a little bit easier. And I think like if, you know, someone was entering NFTs today, there's a lot more resources that could be put together. Um, so like I know NFT Ignition, who's uh, my partner here with um, Fame Lady Squad, she's got a really great NFT basics website that I need to spend more time looking at. But I, I think there's a lot of room to help people now. Like we've learned a lot in summer 2021, haven't we? <laughs> But, it's certainly yeah. been a like you say an, an onboarding process for for all of us and it's nice that as time's building is you say there's there's actual the resources is within people as now we now have the connections and people we can reach out to really quickly and say you know any, any chance you can say does, is this true does this work who else can i ask oh for sure and i mean an example now I'm just, I'm so weary of so much, but it's nice to know that generally who you can trust, right? So you still have to be careful that people, that anyone messaging you is who they are re- resembling. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I actually had a someone pretending to be me and people got ETH stolen. So I'm, oh God. yeah, it's terrible, right? Like if people... Uh, what's the word I'm looking like they're duplicate your account and whatever so you have to be really careful but beyond that like even you you sent me a little mess a dm um a couple weeks ago now it might be to like make sure to get tickets to that Gary V thing right and even then I'm like hey do you know if this is like legit do like there's I'm just anything with a link that wants money (laughs) or like connecting anything I'm just always nervous but it's nice that now we're making these connections you're like no 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 it's legit I saw it in here I'm like okay perfect I don't have to do any more homework I can just go and buy the ticket um you know which isn't quite um crypto but we're still just working in this space and and making these um relationships I think has just become so integral like to or foundational for me um to feel comfortable right and um i think we all kind of feel alone at first um especially for those of us who 
you know, haven't been in crypto for since 2017 or whatever, right? We we're kind of entering this space. Most of our partners have no idea what we're doing and why. You don't really know how to talk to your friends about it. Um, so as having these um, people you can kind of rely on, just I think it matters a lot, um, especially as people get scammed or rug pulled and all the stuff. Like you need to feel some humanity in, in this space. Yeah, I think that's probably so far one of my biggest takeaways is kind of that empathy of, of what's going on around you because you cannot control everything and you cannot stop people clicking on links and doing things that you've said numerous times. But that empathy that follows after after the fact that clearly they have links on something that they shouldn't, you know, because none of us knows when it could be us that has a bad day or doesn't quite, you know, realise what they're clicking. Yeah. It's tough. I, I did um, definitely, and I, I, I'm sure I'm saying something that everyone's heard a million times, but like the, the other part of being early is, yeah, we're in the Wild West, but then you also see all the mistakes that are being made and you learn that one person, unfortunately, or however, you know, the, the small groups of people who end up do, making a misstep, it sucks, but when they share it, it helps us all get better. And um you know, I've learned so much of so much that I wouldn't know without discord in these communities and stuff. So anyways, yeah, it's been a, it's been a wild, a wild few months. Now, <laughs> in your circle, now. obviously yeah. you have all these kind of new people around you to some extent. Have you got any uh, friends or family that are into NFTs or crypto? Um, no, uh, well, not, I shouldn't say that. I, um, <laughs> I've, I've now like onboarded a couple of people like so I wouldn't say they're into it but they've started playing a little bit I don't think they've gone nearly as deep as I have but you know they're watching and and seeing a few things and put a little money into a few things and my actually my my parents my mom and my dad and my sister and her partner we all like contributed a little bit of ETH to like a family wallet so we've started like buying a few things and that's been really fun and so they're suddenly super interested in what's going on which is really fun and and I dare I say it's it's almost sweet because like my my family are pretty simple they're not big risk takers so this is like really exciting for them to be a part of Um, but it's also like you know we all kind of went in with very very uh manageable money that you know could be lost all that stuff because the responsibility is pretty heavy over here I don't want to lose my family's money in any way so we're being conservative but um what's been really neat I'm so excited and um part of I was a bit MIA last week I'm as I said I'm involved in these boards so I had like strategic planning and I had um board meetings and I had uh, like some courses and then I also had um I'm involved with hiring a new CEO for one of our organizations and the person it hasn't been announced publicly. So I'm just going to speak around it, but he's um, I'm so excited. He's not from the West coast. He's moving over to Vancouver. Uh, He's not from our industry. He's um, comes from sort of more the music sector and he knows about blockchain and NFTs and all this stuff. And I was so excited when I was interviewing him because I'm like, oh, my God, somebody who actually knows something about where the world is going. Um, anyhow, so I'm stoked. Like now I'm dropping this in conversation in some of my more professional realms and um, very excited to be 
connecting with people um, in real life in a professional capacity where like, I think it's going to go somewhere. So the CEO, for example, like now that things are being finalized, I'm like, okay, I'm taking this guy out like for lunch oh, many times. And I'm so stoked to like talk to somebody who came into it before me and knows like, from a different perspective. So anyways, I'm blabbing a little but um, I'm always looking. <laughs> I think all, it's uh, exciting. I mean, we, we know that there are several kind of industries out there that some are going to fly, some are going to take a little bit longer, but, you know, that kind of house on the blockchain and or buying a car on the blockchain, mm-hmm. you know, it seems like it's a long way off, but at NFT speed, you know, by 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 early Easter next year, we could be doing all of these things like that's kind of beginnings of and starting to see, you know, the limitations or that maybe not the limitations of obviously how well everything will work. Yeah, I, I my very, very anecdotal opinion, like, so as you know, just my feeling of what I'm seeing is. I, I think there's a lot of people and companies working quietly on innovation um, in this realm. And, um, you know, usually they come out of nowhere when they're ready. Uh, I think for some areas, um, the biggest challenge is actually, um, besides like buy-in, like consumer comfort and all that stuff is also just regulation um and like what that means depending on how like what kind of currency is being used for example and um i'm not like systems not being set up to accommodate the innovation um once that gets there it's going to be huge yeah it's going to be very exciting now mm-hmm. I, i'm going to do a weird kind of deviate so rather than head towards fame lady squad i want to go back to which is probably actually after but when we had the mutants and you knew, I'm guessing you, you had a serum or maybe a couple of serums coming, mm-hmm. did you have any idea when you got that drop of obviously the serum is coming that there would be the mysterious mint button? I knew nothing about anything because I was so entrenched with Fame Lady Squad, to be honest, that when I knew this was happening, I knew it was coming. I um just like I did get two serums and I I didn't even really understand frankly how it was working and that there were like different types of serums and (laughs) I just got it and I'm like okay I guess I'm mutating my apes now (laughs) so I hate to say that like I was not very strategic or thoughtful I just I just I just mutated Becky and I have one other ape that I that I use the serum on both for the um um twos right the uh well not as fancy but i was very happy with with both of my well, it will come as maybe no surprise to you and this is one of the questions why i like kind of doing this kind of mutant monday thing because pretty much everybody i've spoken to when you talk about what i call the mutant saturday and it's almost like where were you when this happened and the general gist is pretty much everyone is complete disarray panic do I do this? What do I press? Uh, it's been it's been such a kind of like a hidden secret, which is when you think about obviously the founders, obviously what they've done, um, and to watch it grow already from kind of having these serums to then obviously growing that part. Um, yeah, I mean obviously 
seeing a mint button there was was for quite a few people I know, myself included, was utter confusion. Yeah, I was. I think I was confused. Um, I felt safe. Like I, I kind of. I don't remember exactly the steps, but just um, I'm always very cautious of like how I get to certain links, and you know that anything I'm doing is coming from the right source, and um, I just. I just followed the steps, I think, and just was like, okay. <laughs> I, hate, I, hate I did the same. Really. I mutated. And then and then somebody said, the very next thing after I used the serum, somebody said, well, you know, it, it, it may be worth keeping the serums. They might be worth more money. And that point when you go, oh, hang on a minute, I didn't actually think about that. <laughs> the stra- mm-hmm. strategy is like, oh, no, I just wanted my mutant. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I was in a funny place that day I had um I actually sold an ape a third ape um basically the night or morning of like it probably wasn't quite the peak I saw the floor hit higher but um I I kind of sacrificed one of my apes <laughs> during that period I wasn't planning to sell them until the Christie's auction but I just saw the momentum and I had originally bought them to sell them, to be honest. And this whole, like, I'm not a seller. I'm more of a buyer and a holder. But um, that's what I did. And and my other two that I have are, like, the ones that I bought for the very, like, the quote-unquote cheapest. And I each of them have a... Um, each of them have a dog with a matching serial number. And now I've got the matching, um, you know, mutant, like, for, you know designated for you know they look like my Becky and my my other guy's name is Steve although no one knows that. <laughs> I named him <laughs> um anyway so I know it's know. funny I name all my all my characters they've all got names and then I ask people on Mutant Monday when they share theirs I don't do it for every single person because I don't want them to think I'm a nut but like maybe every fifth sixth person I'll say on Twitter oh oh has it got a name and they go oh never thought about that and I'm like oh maybe, maybe it's just the me thing I just like like them to all have names yeah that's why people always ask me like uh should I call you Ashley or Becky like because Becky board Becky is really my ape right so yeah. when when I got her um I was still like I probably hadn't gone into the discord until after I bought her and I hopped in I'm like hi I'm new <laughs> and, and someone's like oh what who's your ape and what's your twitter and I'm like uh, well, I have like my real estate account on Twitter. And so I was like, no, you got to give your ape a persona. And then I thought, well, this is an easy way for me to engage in the community without like being going totally weird um, on my professional type of accounts. Right. So this was my little approach. And so I named Becky and then I named, I actually didn't name the other couple apes. So I ended up getting and selling and whatever but um steve is like supposed to be becky's on and off on again off again boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> i haven't quite built out the storyline but uh, if you hang with me over the next you know couple years i'm sure she's gonna get back at it on twitter you'll see her and, and steve having their little relationship publicly <laughs> you see, i think i think the other thing we need is as much as we now have um, in the bayc we have a cu- couple of almost dedicated people the pablo for gifts and um uh, there's another guy as well uh, i can't think of his name uh, he also does like the wardrobes and the hoodies and stuff like that i do think that they need like a designated 
team of people within within the Discord that we can put requests into because I'm well, I'm no good at making these kind of memes and gifts, but I have all the ideas. I just can't put it all together. But they could certainly employ someone full time. Well, they're in a position now, if that was something they wanted to do, they probably could, right? If that was part of their vision. Um, I, I, I say that, obviously, without knowing anything, just knowing how big they've gotten and, yeah. and how successful they've been. So, I, But I, I also think they um, see that, like, we, it, we all have the opportunity to do as much or as little as we want. Um, and it's been neat to see community members kind of picking up the slack for some of us who need the help. Like I do have a couple hilarious gifs, gifs, I don't know, of me, of Becky, like going crazy. And I'm just, when I saw them, I was just so excited and like, please send me that so I can keep it forever. <laughs> Cause it's just so fun. So I don't know. I'm, I'm probably when I have a little more time, I'm going to start getting a little more, little more creative uh, with some of my characters. <laughs> So so then we kind of wrap back to the fact of in between all this kind of stuff going on. And then um, how did you remember how you found Fame Lady Squad when you first bought an NFT there? So I think that I, I actually think that my very first introduction, it, what I did mint on Mint Day, um, or at least like I minted them. Um, I can't remember how long they were minting. It was pretty quick sellout. But I, for one reason or another, I was snooping other people's um, wallets, <laughs> which I had gotten <laughs> into the habit of doing. And I, I did notice, like, well, what are these? These are kind of cool. And I, I didn't know at the time that they had just been, like, they were new. Um, and frankly, I don't even remember whose wallets I was snooping. I was just, that was part of my hours of homework. <laughs> and, it might have um, been the special Janady wallet. Uh, well, that one probably was one of them I'm assuming <laughs> but I, I don't I don't think it was exclusively that one um and uh anyways so I had kind of seen them so it was like kind of familiar and then people were talking about it on Twitter and I, even back then I don't remember like who I was paying attention to and who would have said what I think it was a random person commented like check out the fame ladies and so when I looked I'm like okay those are the ones that I saw and I thought they were really cool and I did look and see like what the story was and I didn't spend a lot of time doing homework because I, they were selling out quite quickly at that time. And I was like, well, I guess I'm, I, I hadn't really minted anything, at least not in any real, like other than V friends actually, uh, which I obviously didn't do on mass. Like I minted two V friends, right? So it's not the same as going and getting a whole bunch of them at once. And, and this was the first time I felt inclined to do it. And I, I even remember saying, like, I think even publicly on Twitter, like, okay, this is cool. I'm going to go for it. Although this could be some guys in their mom's basement pretending to be women. And um, lo and behold, fast forward. <laughs> I don't know if they have basements in Russia or whatever, but um, they're guys anyway. Um, but I, so I, I only think I minted maybe five and then decided I'm not the lottery type person um, as much as that's fun. I actually decided, like, there were enough on the secondary market around the mint price that I'm just going to go and pick up the ones that I like um, and be selective and um, get some for what I thought was a good deal. And, um, thought, you know, pick up because the aesthetics for Fame Lady Squad, I think, are pretty unique. And, and so I just thought, I'm going to pick up the ones that I like. So I did end up buying a bunch on Mint Day, but I didn't mint 
all of them. Um, now I, I probably bought about, I'm guessing now, but maybe about 20 or so. And then, um, now I probably altogether own about 50. Uh, but, uh, at the time that's kind of what I did. And I did, I picked up a few even for like 0.035. So they weren't like, I didn't buy anything crazy. I just thought, I'm going to start a little collection of these. I really like them. And I, along the same lines, um, I liked that, you know, you, you have the commercial rights and I thought that the nature of the art was really conducive to like doing something fun. And, um, I did expect that I would probably sell a bunch too. Like I bought some thinking I'll keep a couple like forever ladies and I'll sell some when the, when it goes up and I never sold any, or no, I sold maybe two that day, basically switched. Like I sold two that weren't my favorite and then I bought a couple more. Um, but other than that, I, I've kind of held on to them and just, continued to collect them but um and that, that was it I I was pretty active in the discord maybe not as much as some of the others and frankly it was because I didn't I realized fairly soon that I wasn't digging the vibes of the general like um uh the, I guess the team uh and and when the team isn't responsive then people in the community can start getting uncomfortable and that made me uncomfortable although the community there was just awesome and like the people who were trying to do good things and people who were there for the good reason like that was really obvious and and so I would you know from time to time every few days kind of pop in and I was doing some fun little like you know things like I did was doing with Becky like just doing some fun little like amateur photoshopping <laughs> and uh posting and sharing and people liked it so that that's kind of where I was and then and then all this and I was feeling very optimistic actually about Fame Lady Squad and then all this stuff happened. Um and now here we are, like two months later. But um that that was kind of how I got into it. I just thought it was cool. And also recognized I knew nothing about anything of the team. Um but I at the time did own, you know, a couple B B friends and a couple apes and was feeling ready to take a little risk, I guess you could say. And so you went from obviously the journey of obviously a few months earlier, not having kind of any NFTs to then taking over the whole contract. Yeah, so that's been <laughs> a, quite a learning curve. Um, the, it's been neat to kind of understand more clearly just what that even means, like to be the owner of a smart contract right um so that's been really neat and just kind of the way it can work so obviously we have a team now and we have a multi-signature wallet and all that stuff um and what with the um everyone calls it a takeover let's maybe call it a handover at one point or another like the, the old team did comply with our requests and um they sent us the art files and um, the domain and close down all their accounts and all that stuff. Um, but man, there's so much that goes into these NFT projects and it, it is different, you know, being in a community where you have no money. <laughs> so that's evolving. And I'm going to shout out boss beauties because they did just donate just shy of 40 Ethereum to our project um, with their sellout, which was 5% of their sales. So we're so appreciative and um, we're going to do a little bit more of a public thank you to them. But it's really um, allowed us to start thinking about how we can actually run this more as a business versus just like a volunteer effort. Um, because every, like we haven't paid ourselves, you know, we've, and we've all taken the time and I see Chris uh, fast don't lie down in the audience right now. Who's 
spent and committed so much time to our crew um and and it's all just been because everyone cares and wanted to make this work and there's it's hard in the nft world right like everyone has these ex- expectations i guess um and hopes of like what a a project might be able to do and and it moves so fast like every few days I think people are hoping for more and I think we've started to build a culture and um, have kept a lot of the people in the community and gained a lot of people in the community who are really want to be a part of it that they they align with the values we want to empower women in the space we've got some really cool things coming including a podcast Um, and I think people are starting to find their place um, within the community and um, and many have kind of afforded us the patience and time to like okay let's get this rolling and and how can you know we start bringing value to the community and and I think now with some funding we're pretty excited because we've actually as I said, we all had a crazy week last week, and this is when this all transpired. Um, but now we're starting to meet and talk about like, can we can we hire some people? <laughs> can we expand our bandwidth? It's like been really chat. There's so much that goes on um, behind the scenes, and um, you know, you're always kind of looking to see what you can do next. And you kind of even just as much as like people reaching out and wanting to provide support, it's it's hard to get to all those dms sometimes right and like be responsive and be thoughtful and um that's, especially because people don't always realize that that not everyone is fully into nfts a lot of people obviously like yourself have a have a full-time job as well as well yeah and i think also navigating like what are uh, some people just want to be really helpful and then it's like okay well what do you see what do you want to see done some people just you know, reach out and say anything I can do, and which is amazing. We really appreciate all of that. And then there's all the like collab um, type of um, contacts and you kind of have to go through like what's spam, frankly, um, and then what's legit. And then beyond that, what's aligned with what you want to do. And, and then also being very cautious about, you know, if we're even if we're not promoting a project, even if we're simply allowing them to support us, um, you know, if in turn our community decides to go and buy their NFTs and something goes wrong, that's going to speak, you know, that's going to weigh on on us as leaders too. Um, so we have to be very cautious and and so di- going through all of these kinds of communications. I, we're going to have somebody... Um, ideally that's going to be like in charge (laughs) of that type of stuff and what our due diligence expectations are and, and, you know, um, create more of a protocol for how we, we work with those kinds of things. And um, we're looking at, you know, getting a community manager now and, and, and just, it's going to help because I think we're all kind of getting a bunch of random things in different places, um, whether it's Twitter or discord or, whatever and things just kind of get buried so um it's a lot like you can you can go to bed at night and go through all the dms and wake up in the morning and then you got a whole bunch more and half of them's total spam (laughs) and you just have to spend the time right to go through um but what we really want to focus on is like what we can build what we can do what we can really like really put together that's going to stand out um and be remembered and be something that um will you know uh, support our mission um 
and and ultimately be a reason to like be around in a year from now um so sometimes some of these day-to-day things you want to get it done you want to bring we were talking a little bit about funding today and how we want to spend some of these funds and it's like most of the ways we probably want to spend the funds is not very sexy and people probably really want sexy stuff. <laughs> so we, we have to balance that. Um, yeah, that's a challenge. As you say, there's people are on to the next shiny thing in, in our space. Yeah. But if you do, you know, if, if you don't have those fundamentals uh, really like laid out and functioning, then it won't matter. Like you can have something mean something for a few days or a week or a couple of weeks. But if, if you don't have something mean something for a longer term, it's just all going to rise and fall. Like our, our floor is like pretty low right now. And that's, I'm, I'm comfortable with that because I know where I believe we're going. Um, and I know that, you know, people have different reasons for being in a community. Sometimes people need to have liquidity and whatever. Um, but at the same time, I want to acknowledge that like the community, when, they're, it's emotional when they're watching like where things are going. And so we have to find the balance there, right? Like we want to, we want to improve, elevate the like cost value, but we also want to make sure we're like building value, if that makes sense. But it's, it's been neat. Cause like for us, we've been mostly paying attention to the number of holders and what that's going to mean as we grow moving forward. Um, and it's been really positive. So while other things happen, ETH is back up. So that might impact how people sell and people aren't always thinking about that. And, you know, as they maybe need money for whatever else they got going on. But um, that's, I don't know. It's, it's a crazy, crazy new world. And I think we just have to like have empathy for each other. Like we can't be mad at people for selling things for lower than we would. And um, we also, some of us are planning to hold on for a long, long time. And so we just have different, values between now and then right yeah no, it's always a tough one and i just want to flip over to chris chris have you got any questions there or oh, chris is actually on gmt time so it's like what what are you on now you're on i'm trying to think what time it is it is quarter to two. Oh, oh my <laughs> dedication yeah this is this world i appreciate you <laughs> no worries it's lovely to meet you and sorry i sound uh bunged up i've woken up fairly ill uh but we're all good um yeah i wanted to you touched on it a couple of times ask about the ip and smart contract side of things um i'm trying to really get my head around smart contracts from front to back um but with your apes for example how did you go about um and this might help others i'm thinking um you know, start off to come up with a plan of, right, how I can use um, Board Becky, um, what type of, you know, how, what type of line do I want to take, whether that's merch or um, podcasting, TV, whatever it was. Did you go about hatching a plan and then, you know, putting that plan into action? Um, I would say my plan was pretty ad hoc. And now at this point, because of how much deeper I've gone into this space I think my plan would because I'm Becky's kind of been on the back burner a little bit as of late but um, I think my plan would be a lot more robust now but I can tell you kind of what I was thinking and what I'm thinking about now and um, I think one thing I want to acknowledge is being still so early even today like 
I think there's just a lot of room, right, to do something interesting and a lot of room to build, uh, whether that's a persona or character or product or company, whatever, um, that people might care about if you go about it in the right ways. So for me, with Becky, I was literally thinking... I just want her, my, I actually had a much more, you'll still even see still in my bio, like, is it satire? I just wanted to have like a funny um, influencer type of um, persona and like get on IG and do some things. And um, at first, I, it crossed my mind, uh, the sort of influencer in the NFT space and very quickly I realized like I don't want to be out publicly like taking money to support other products or other NFT projects um, because it's just the, 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 people are relying on you. And if you even if you're being satirical about something, it probably the message may not perceive that be perceived that way. But I am. Um, I thought for me, I'll do some merch. I'll do some different things. Um, and I actually did get some samples back then um, that I was about to prepare a merch store we actually just launched a merch store for fame lady squad today um so that has kind of taken over but um i i mean as as simple as i thought well i'm gonna pick a girl ape right like yeah i'm a girl um but i thought i'm gonna pick a character that might maybe is a little bit more memorable that stands out that i can um, do something with and what people will, will remember and that's why I named her board Becky as an example I I didn't overthink it I just thought something that rhymes that's easy to remember that's kind of a little silly um, I did before I bought um, picked her name I did make sure that I could go and snag URLs so I do own like boardbecky.com and .ca I haven't done anything with it yet but I I shall um and so before I committed publicly that's I, I did a little bit of homework on on GoDaddy <laughs> which is like pretty limited right but uh, that kind of a thing and and for me because of like my the business I'm in real estate I I just always kind of wanted to do something fun a side hustle and not necessarily to like earn a huge you know earn a living off of it but more something where I, I had gained a lot of skills online and with social media and I just thought oh I, I always thought doing merch or doing something would be fun I just didn't know how to what what to kind of like what kind of avenue to go down and then board Becky kind of presented herself as like a fun win um, now today um, I'm thinking board Becky could stand and speak for a lot more than what my original idea was um, and the podcast that we've got rolling is really going to be on behalf of Fame Lady Squad but now I see Bore Becky is kind of like she's kind of there for the people and especially for the women people <laughs> like um, so I think she kind of stands for something now but um, I know like we've got um, uh, the Hustle House here in the audience like he's done some really cool stuff um, with uh, the boring show and I know there's several others um Alon who's doing like the um boring stone and has created like a persona with his ape and I just think there's so many cool things we can do um you know I am exploring some other opportunities with Becky right now but like how she can have a presence um in the metaverse for example and uh I, I, I hate to say it, but I, I think anyone that can get creative and commit to something right now, just because we're so early, um, I think there's room for success. Um, 
it's obviously uh, um, there's more maybe some more opportunity or more obvious opportunity if you're part of a project that people are excited about like board Ape yacht club <laughs> but that doesn't mean there's not room with other projects um or to even create your own projects uh and and to have fun with that ip so um i mean i could i feel like i i don't have a good answer for you just yet I'm more just telling you about the things like i'm thinking about and i think that there's just so much room for the creative entrepreneurial spirit type people out there that want to do something fun so yeah yeah no that's uh, really good it's got my brain ticking as well and it's um it, it's a difficult one like for me i know that that wouldn't be a strength in in terms of the creativity and the rollout of it i just know that 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 just yeah i've thought about it a few times um and yeah i think I would leave it to um, people like yourself. Like, I think you're positioned quite nicely of all the apes. Um, I think you're, to me, and I was pretty early as well, like, you'd be in my top three of ones to, like, recognise. And then it's interesting you say about building an influence from it. I've talked about influencers on, on a few spaces, and I think it's really important because I've worked in social media for a, a long time now and worked with influencers on Instagram and the likes and I'd really like if this space can develop different influences you know for like <laughs> for the people and not you know because I see what goes on behind the scenes and it's and it's not it's not great but if we can attach like so for example if Bob Becky can be yeah like you say like a, a beacon for something and we can attach things to for other people to, to to learn from and get help from that would be good so i'd be interested to get your thoughts briefly on influencers in the space yeah it's funny because we actually have a meeting with somebody this week um thinking as from like an influencer perspective like on behalf of fame lady squad like we want to explore what we can do to help promote the project but not in like the the way we're used to like not shilling on twitter like what how can we maybe bring awareness to our project more to the outside world and bring value to the brand i guess um you could say um and and i'm curious where the technology goes in terms of like if someone drives you towards a sale if there's a way to like benefit that person but again you also have to be I'm, I'm just want to be extra cautious because I I, I, I want to be mindful that we're dealing with people's money and there's risk um, involved it's not the same as buying a product where you buy a shirt you like the shirt <laughs> you don't like the shirt right so um, I, I'm not exactly sure yet but I do think that once I, I think that's going to take some intersection like I think there's going to be a, a space for quote unquote, we use the word influencer, um, but just people who have an impact, I guess, um, in a space and whether that's like bringing certain ideas or resources out um, or just bringing awareness to something in a way that's not shilling. <laughs> um, I, I just, I do think there's room. I just think we haven't quite figured out exactly what it means and how to, how to, connect it all um but I do I do think like on a broader scale more macro scale like Board Ape Yacht Club as an easy example will have an influence in the economy if if it goes well which it's already doing but I just mean 
to an even more math on mass scale. Um, and so those are, I'm, I keep, I still just keep thinking about the outside world. Cause I think that even if people don't want to buy your NFT, but they like the brand and they associate the brand with things that are really positive that they like, and it resonates with them, then that brings value to the NFTs. Even if those people aren't buying the NFTs, um, I don't know if that makes sense, but those are the types of things I'm thinking a lot about right now. Um, yeah, I think I think there's a lot of room for people to be thoughtful. I think people just have to be careful about not being greedy. Because <laughs> uh, anything that's done like without ethics and it's on the blockchain, you're going to get caught. <laughs> yeah. so, and I think that's yeah. sometimes the thing. A lot of people seem to uh, have forgotten about the fact that there is a permanent record and I absolutely like that so that Obviously, you have that that chain you can see there, and um, influences, as you say, is that who are they there for? Are they there for themselves? Are they there for the project, or are they there for the community? And and the most part is is that they built up that kind of persona, um, and obviously that comes with a risk when you're a project like yourself having to use somebody because, um, yeah, we always say to everybody constantly, do your own research. Yeah. And I think that's, it's still hard to do that. I think that's the part where people, this is why I'm, you know, obviously I'm biased because I'm <laughs> part of FLS and, and, um, and some other really great communities like Be Friends and Board Ape Yacht Club and um, a couple of others, but the, um, I'm, I'm starting to feel this trend of people being interested in revisiting projects Um and things, some that have been around, because then it's about learning, like where things are going, what, what's, how things have gone. The, the, it's hard to do due diligence on the mint, right? Like I think when you're minting anything, you're just you are almost always taking a risk, unless you've got like some really public person or team behind it. Um, and that's why they're so I say inexpensive but you know that's why the cost is where they the cost is when you're minting I feel um because people have are kind of just making a bet um right so it's that due diligence and do your own research is really hard until something's been out for a while yeah as um a fellow v friend fellow board ape um well, I'm gonna ask everyone that comes on this but if you had to keep just one NFT um, and and be part of one project and give up all the rest, which one would you choose and why? Oh, that's hard. <laughs> that's really hard because I'm very committed to my fame ladies now. Um, that said, I like I definitely have a my forever eighth, which is Becky, who's like, if I sell her, I don't exist. <laughs> I have to like, I have to reestablish my presence in the space, which, you know, maybe one day could happen. But um, I'm also feeling very committed to my V friends, um, at least keeping something over time. And my very first NFT was a V friend. So shit man I don't have a real good answer for you I know that's most people but I I feel pretty emotionally I feel very emotionally attached to Becky so um I think I'm very emotionally attached to Becky and uh, committed to fame lady squad and then be friends over time I, I think I'm the most bullish on 
if that makes sense. I'm hearing V friends. Oh no, that was mean. I'm sorry, but um, yeah, I'm hearing V. I'm V friends as well. But I agree. <laughs> <laughs> and I w- I wanted to say, what did I want to say? Oh, this is just a total aside, but it was lingering, and I meant to mention it, Chris, because you were talking about like if you don't have the creative, um, kind of uh, you know skill or or time or whatever. I am very curious to see, um, especially with things like Board Ape Yacht Club and, and maybe eventually Fame Lady Squad, but where you own your IP of your NFT is this licensing stuff. Like I have already been approached in some ways about licensing the rights to Becky, but it's still been quite like, um, you know, everyone's just exploring right now what can be done. Yeah. But, but I'm sure if things continue down the path they're in that there will be like legit sort of pre-formatted ways to license your rights if you wish to do that. So I'm very curious to see where where that goes. That's what fascinates me. The difference between, um, like you were saying, you see apes, you know, doing their own thing, creating personas. And then you've got, you know, Gary, who's effectively building out your character for you. Um, you know, not that you you can't also, you know, build it out yourself and get together. And we've seen, you know, there's a I own a bad intentions, and there's a separate Discord for that. And you know, there's loads of ideas in there. But um, but yeah, I'm excited to see where we are. I just want to fast forward <laughs> and see where we are in six months to a year. But yeah, I think um, board Becky is going to be is going to be around for for a long time. Yes. Well, we really um, appreciate you talk, taking the time to talk to us. It's a, that hour's gone super, super quick. It's always, but oh, sorry, I'm I'm turning my mic on and off somehow. I was just gonna say it's always fun, and it's been really neat to connect with you. Um, you know, a, a few more times now, and and I really appreciate the invite. It's awesome. <laughs>